0: Hello everybody, welcome to Walk Culture Gaming, I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello Scott. Hello Josh my friend Now we talked or oh, you guys talked about You and Ben Roy talked a little bit About the Last of Us remake And Last of Us 3 being a thing um, You know sort of a week ago Or whatever But there's been more information In regards to what the Last of Us remake Is actually going to be um, And it's either for better or worse Depends where you come down On the whole idea Of a Last of Us remake In the first place um, Now this initially came from Bloomberg uh, With Jason Schreier Writing up a report On Sony's inner workings How they're favouring uh, You know remakes And sort of trusted projects Things that they can get off the ground Like a new Uncharted Like a remake of The, of the Last of Us um, And there is more information from Game Reactor um, saying that this won't be a simple improvement of resolution frame rate and textures Naughty Dog is going to really take advantage of the PlayStation 5's power and features with the Last of Us Part 2's engine Um, not just in terms of graphics but a few other things as well now we can get to the other things in a bit but I guess maybe it was always like an obvious thing to go for but what do you think of them remake essentially remaking Last of Us 1 using Part 2's engine
1: I mean, it is weird, isn't it? Like, I mean, I'm going to mm. buy it. I'll probably buy it day one and enjoy it, but it is a bit odd to do it so <laughs> soon after, not only like the game came out in 2013, so it's not even 10 years old, but then it I got a recent there. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. I mean, time is ridiculous at this point, you know, and time is a flat circle, all that stuff. And then I got a remaster, like, the year afterwards, and it's still really relevant, you know. A lot of people are still playing it, a lot of people are still buying it, a lot of people are still, you know, enjoying that original Last of Us. And for some hmm. people, it's like a flawless game, you know, it's one of the best games of all time. It's one of the I most critically... So received games of all time and it mostly holds up well you know i went back to replay it um, before playing last of us 2 last year and i was surprised at how well it held up in some areas and how there was room for improvement in other areas mm. in my opinion but yeah generally speaking it is a strange move, but obviously it is one of the best games of all time, so people will buy it. <laughs> so I guess from a business perspective, you know, it probably does make sense to them.
0: Well, the, 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 I, I, it makes, like, business sense because they have the Last of Us TV show coming up. And, like, assuming yeah. if you were, you know, Jimmy Business, if you were literally Jim Ryan, who I'm going to refer to now as Jimmy Business. Jimmy Business. Then you would be thinking, what can we put out alongside the Last of Us TV show that lets, that sort of, like, you know, works for the PlayStation ecosystem, brings people back into the game side of things, or, you know, just kind of works as... the uh, a circular way of enjoying The Last of Us. You have the game, you have the TV show. Maybe then you funnel that back into part two sales. Maybe you sell them as a bundle or whatever. I think that was the initial idea on the Bloomberg report Um, because apparently this idea of remaking The Last of Us came from, um, it was like Naughty Dog needed something to do uh, while Neil Druckmann and the rest of the creatives think of what their next big project's going to be and the remake started with, I think it was Sony Bend, or there was like that smaller team and then Naughty Dog slowly got put onto it in full and so it seems like it's kind of started as just this way to fill time that's become this full project, you know, overtime um but yeah i mean i guess that like i said it makes business sense to have something alongside the tv show i just i don't know I mean, it's weird because when i start looking at it and i'm like oh it came out in 2013 that is eight years ago is that long enough for an entire generation of people or an entire generation of players to not bother checking it out in the first place and to be waiting for i mean who hasn't played the original last of us at this point like what are you waiting yeah. for and would they be put off in such a core way by the version that exists as it is like that <sighs> just seems crazy to me
1: I wonder whether, you know, like you said, you know, this project didn't start in Naughty Dog. I think it was the San Diego mm. studio actually, um, before they mm-hmm. kind of like it was taking more oh, hands. Right. Yeah, in Naughty Dog were kind of just um, you know, coming on to collaborate, and now it is a full Naughty Dog production. So I wonder whether they're like looking at, you know, the criticisms they did receive for the game and their mm. previous games in general. And the big focus has been on combat in Naughty Dog games. Like I've always thought it was pretty good, but it is the one thing that constantly crops up, especially in regards mm. to The Last of Us One. Where you know you have a vocal group of people who say, yeah, I love the story, yeah, I love the characters, yeah, I love the world, but I don't like playing it. I would rather watch it. So I wonder whether they're kind of, you know, like you say, they're in this position where they're in pre-production on a few things, but nothing uh-huh. in full production. So you've got a lot of people with time on their hands, and they've gone, well, we've got this engine. We're going into the next gen. Why don't we do for the next gen what we did with The Last of Us Remastered, which you know they um, cited as giving them a foothold in the PS4 era, like getting them to uh-huh. grips with some of the. Um, you know the, some of the technology before they made Uncharted 4 or whatever, and I wonder whether yeah. that's kind of a similar situation here where they're like, Well, we can harness the playst- the power of the PlayStation 5, almost get like a practice run of what we want to do with the PlayStation 5 on this remake that's not going to be, mm. you know, as demanding as a full project, and then take what we've learned to whatever is currently in pre production. When, when you think about it that way, I do think it mm. is a, a sound move, and like you say, it gives people something to do, it lets them get to grips with um, the tech and stuff, but uh, mm. you know, I, I feel like. Like the last of Us one like you say. If you haven't played it at the moment, like who is waiting for a remaster? And I think that's the thing. Though, <laughs> no there one are was a asking for it. Yeah. That, no. Yeah. No one's asking for it. There are a few games from you know throughout history that I'm kind of like holding off playing because I do think there's going to be a remaster of them. But the last of us, ah. it would never be one of them, man. For my friend, no
0: but I mean there's also I mean like I said maybe it just makes perfect business sense you know you have the younger character models of Joel and Ellie from the flashback sequence in 2 so it's like assumedly you wouldn't then remake them again you can just use them again Um, plus to pick apart the thing uh, from here about what other things are going to be tweaked alongside the whole you know I guess graphical overhaul using the different game engine it's going to feel different as a game Um, do you think it'll have like Last of Us 2 style combat maybe they give Joel like a jump button because that was one of the big things in part 2 or like you know maybe you expand the crafting system or I guess it's just a case of trying to bring the combat system up to speed to where it is in 2 because 2 has such a fluid kind of scrappy kind of sensibility like you're right yeah. there in the middle of those encounters um, and I don't think they would go as far as you know adding sort of different ways to get around in those environments like in 2 you can sidle in between like a bookcase while you're inside like an interior or something or you can duck under a fence or something like that all the yeah. crouching and crawling stuff I would be amazed if they went that far um, but I guess it's just like when you think of The Last of Us I know both of us are obviously big fans lol the shirt but like (laughs) i don't even know what you do with it like i i would hope that they don't do anything with the acting performances i think that they're perfect um i would hope that they have all of the motion capture data the facial data and everything right there um so that it doesn't require a spider-man ps5 style thing where they have to go back in and re you know redo the faces or redo the performances because like i said to me it's a perfect game like i i'm not someone who needs this at all and was not asking for it so i'm kind of like how do you justify the money because it's not like it's going to be cheap either
1: well, this is the thing, you know, I'm coming at this from a perspective of it's it's definitely happening and I can come on videos and be like, <laughs> I don't want it to happen, but it is. Yep. So I'm going to try to at least offer like what I do want to see from it, the things I do think they can improve and stuff. And yeah, I think you're totally right. I don't want them to touch the script at all. Even if this TV show is coming out, that's going to expand on scenes we didn't see or scenes we did mm. see. Like, I think the script is stellar. I think the performances are stellar. I wonder whether they get the original actors back in to do not new lines, but new more cap, because obviously, the facial technology has come so far between the last of us part one and part two and they don't really need to do it but they could alter mm. those um th- those facial performances to be more nuanced and more emotive in a way i do think they <laughs> will take a lot of the last of us part two's combat mechanics and implant them in one because you know a lot of people are critical of the last of us part two and they say that you know there's no difference between the combat in one and two and i remember booting up two for the first time reviewing it and kind of thinking the same thing and being like yeah they they haven't changed much here this feels really familiar Mm -hmm. but going straight from two back into one it's night and day like to me it is really a huge jump and i do think you can do a lot of work to you know alter the combat in The Last of Us Part 1, and the combat scenarios, you know, to make them a bit more dynamic, a bit more fluid, and, Mm -hmm. you know, incorporate some of those mechanics that were introduced into 2, and especially the fluidity, because if you watch, like, The Last of Us Part 2 in motion from a moment-to-moment gameplay perspective, you know, people have cut together great montages, and even Mm -hmm. now, like, a year later, we're still finding out moves that Ellie can do that we didn't even know were in the game, you know, when they first launched, so there's, like, Mm -hmm. so much more depth and nuance to it, in my opinion, that I don't think it necessarily gets credit for, and I, I I, I do think you can kind of make Glossopers 1 di- more dynamic by including that stuff
0: well the thing that stands out to me is like the fact that you think of like a really reactive combat model you think of doom you think of returnal and those things will prioritize like button presses above all else you can cut off animations while you dash out of something or you move from one place to the next it is as responsive as you need it to be based on when Mm -hmm. you're pushing the buttons um last of us part two for the most part achieves that but with animation priority which i always thought was just mind-blowing like whatever you need to transition between they've designed that um you know Mm -hmm. whether it's it's going from a like a crouch down to being prone just jumping straight jumping straight through a window into an attack animation into shooting someone into finishing someone else off like whatever all those different moves all those different weapons everything comes together and i love that um and that's the thing that i think you would assume that they would carry across onto part one and we'll be able to sort of make it work in those environments in part one and one last thing what do you think it kind of means for naughty dog as a studio because i think that for me and i guess for both of us we both grew up with naughty dog as the crash and the jack and daxter team and then it was a great sort of pivot into like big swashbuckling uncharted style adventures uh, you know pioneering those kind of adventures in game um, and then they did the last of us which was a great like mature turn and then kind of applied that to uncharted uh, with uncharted 4 with lost legacy and then to keep going down this route i mean last of us part 2 is a very dark game and i'm yeah. just like are they going to be like the dark studio now this is kind of their thing like they're, they're stuck doing these like hyper mature tales which are greatly done but um i would also like totally welcome this you know mythical uh, sci-fi ip that's been doing the rounds for literally like 20 years at this point i'd like something yeah, like I- that
1: I think for me, you know, when it comes to Naughty Dog, I just want variety, you know. I, I love The Last of yeah. Us. I genuinely think, like, the first two games, that's easily, you know, in my... Perhaps, if not top five, definitely like top ten of all time, you know? Uh-huh. And I do want more Last of Us, but I don't want only Last of Us, you know. When the right. first one came out, I thought that's great, and I didn't expect him to do a sequel. And when I finished Same. the sequel, I thought that's great. I don't expect him to do anything <laughs> else. But now, yeah. you know, with the with the TV show coming out, with the remake coming out, with Neil Druckmann already talking about how he's got a story outline for The Last of Us Part Three that he wants to do one day, it's mm. clear that it's here to stay. It's clear that it's gonna be a huge part of the developer's identity, a huge part of Sony's identity and I'm here for that like I said because I'm a big fan and they haven't you know done me wrong yet but at the same time you know Naughty Dog in the past they've been defined by the what they're doing next like the new thing and Mm. you know we've talked a bunch of times about how this is the first generation they haven't had a new IP so I don't want just The Last of Us going forward you know I want to see maybe a sci-fi game maybe whatever the hell else they want to do, maybe something that isn't this grim, dark, really mature, you know, (laughs) 18 um, R-rated thing, and, you know, just have that variety, because I think that's what made the studio so special, and I don't want to see them stagnate. Mm -hmm
0: well exactly that's kind of my thing and I don't necessarily you know I don't need them to go back to Jack and Daxter or necessarily yeah. do another platformer I just like yeah I don't want something to I want it like you said it's just you want variety you want variety from these teams that are so beloved and so championed for having previously done that having gone from a different IP across each generation it's just I'm curious what is what's next from that team um, yeah. just for the, the sheer sake of just seeing what the hell someone like Neil Druckmann comes up with when he's not tethered to um, to more Last of Us especially because at the end of part 2 when that was doing the round Obviously, there was the whole controversy, whatever. Um, and Druckmann was just saying that that day when everything leaked and the, the, all the response to that stuff was one of the worst days of his life. And it's just like, that's such a contrast to like, oh, but let's do it again. Let's try again. Let's keep going. Um, there's, there's obviously there's, there's nuance there, but it's just that idea of like trying to find a way to continue and still do a part three, even though at the end of two, it feels very much done. And mm-hmm. you know, one of the biggest strengths of that IP is the ambiguity. That's what fuels a lot of the conversations around it. Um, but yes, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of a Last of Us remake. What would you want to tw- and do you like the idea of them overhauling it using part two's engine? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com.
1: I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com.
0: And we'll catch you next time.
1: Bye bye. Hold up.